0: What is up, Stu Happy Friday, baby. Happy Friday. We made it, you made it, I made it, she made it, he made it. (laughs) It's Friday, September 9, 2022. The NFL regular season has started. And how about those Buffalo Bills? Damn, they look good. They put the throttle on the Rams and wasn't expecting that. I was cheering for the Rams all the way, any type of advantage that the Steelers could get. uh, That did not come to fruition. That was a pounding, but the NFL is back and life is good. Anyway, welcome to Friday. Here we go. It is episode number 408 of the study session. I'm your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Rich, just saying thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the Still Study. For listening reading sharing my work with your family and friends it truly does mean the world to me so thank you for that I hope you've had an opportunity to check out the Steelers season preview that I've been putting together just published the review of the special teams and then I'm gonna be putting out my game-by-game predictions statistical projections just to kind of tie everything together that's gonna be coming out soon and again as I've been talking about all week. That will be encapsulated in a Still Study podcast coming your way, so be sure to check that out. And man, I can't believe we're here. I can't believe the NFL regular season is here. It's it's just life is good. If you love the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know what I'm talking about. Last night, I actually had the opportunity. So every year, my buddy and I, who I used to teach with down in Maryland, back in the day. Uh, he is nicknamed the Godfather. Every year, he would send me a picture of his pint glass full of beer. Whenever the kickoff happened on that first NFL game, I'd send him one back. So this year, we were like, you know what? With my newfound free time, I was like, let's watch the game together. So a new tradition was born last evening. We got together. We watched the game. It was competitive for the first half. Uh, then it just kind of spir- spiraled out of control, but it was great to... Connect with the the Godfather. I doubt he's listening because he's a hardcore Eagles fan. Uh, but it was a great way to start the the season, and I am looking forward to it continuing. Anyway, we are going to talk Pittsburgh Steelers football here. The team is preparing for the Cincinnati Bengals, AFC North football, this Sunday, one p.m. in Cincinnati, and we are about to get into it now there is some concerning news in terms of injuries we all know that Deontay Johnson still has that shoulder that he's dealing with he's still not been a full participant if he can't go that's going to open the door to more snaps for George Pickens and that's going to limit the offense a little bit just because Deontay Johnson is a veteran he understands the offense better so you know You can't expect Pickens to come in and light it up. I mean, he could surprise everybody. He's got a ton of talent. We know that he's going to play well, but he's not going to have that veteran savvy that Johnson has. So we'll have to continue to monitor Johnson's participation, whether or not he's going to play. At this point, I'm leaning towards he's not going to go this Sunday. They're going to rest him up and not risk him to further injury. So just something to monitor. But the really concerning injury news news, is on the offensive line as if that offensive line hasn't been beat up enough already. Chukwuma a core 4 has a back issue that held him out of practice on Thursday. Going to be watching very closely on Friday to see if he participates. If he cannot play against the Bengals, man, that is going to be a big blow to this team. There's no way around it we already know that the offensive line is questionable in terms of its effectiveness and what it can do. And if Chooks isn't there, he's probably their most stable and steady offensive lineman, which I know isn't saying much, but if he can't go, you're looking at Jesse Davis or Trent Scott coming in. and That's just not good. So, The one biggest question mark already, the offensive line, could take a big hit that could set them back significantly in this contest against Bengals. They have a decent front. Uh, So we just got to hope that this is just precautionary in terms of a core four being held out of practice and that he is ready to go on Sunday. So, man, I was feeling a, a, a tiny bit confident that the Steelers could hang and and gut it out in this game. But again, I know Core Four is not an all-world offensive lineman, but if he can't go, wow. So, pay attention to that news. We'll we'll have to see how that plays out. Micah Fitzpatrick talked to the media yesterday, and the Tyler Boyd comments from a year ago came up. I don't know if you remember Tyler Boyd said something along the lines of that team just gave up, they quit, and Fitzpatrick said that you know, he remembers that he didn't forget it. And again, bulletin board material, blah, 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 blah. Guys are always looking for a competitive advantage. They're always looking to motivate themselves, fire themselves up. So to hear Fitzpatrick reference these comments, Hey, maybe they are going to use that as a little bit of fuel. And here's what, what I'll say about Fitzpatrick signing that big contract like he did this past offseason. He had a solid year last year, and not for what he's known for. He's known for being a ball hawk. He's being – for being a playmaking safety. He was physical last year. He almost played like a linebacker. He had to come up and stop the run because the front seven didn't get the job done, led the team in tackles. He showed that he's a true all-around safety. He could be poised for a defensive player of the year type season – I wouldn't be surprised if he balls out on Sunday against Cincinnati. And honestly, what it's going to take for this team to be competitive, especially through the early goings of the season, as the offense works to come together and gel, that defense is going to have to win some of these games. And that's going to have to come in the form of turnovers. It's going to have to come in the form of turnovers for scores. Fitzpatrick could play a big part in that. But hopefully they can make Tyler Boyd eat his words on Sunday. So I mentioned a core back injury. Just wanted to spend a little bit more time talking about that offensive line. And are they doomed? Can they not perform at a high level? Is should we just shut the door on any potential whatsoever of them excelling this season? I'm here to say no. You can't do that. You have to give this unit time to grow to develop And it's not just going to happen in training camp. It's not just going to happen in the preseason. It's not going to happen in the first two regular season games. We have to give this group time. And remember, this preseason, that's the first time these guys were playing together. James Daniels still is an outstanding right guard. Once he settles in, he's going to be just fine. Mason Cole did okay with the Vikings. He's not the greatest Against the Bull Rush. Kevin Dodson, he's had promise. He's had potential. Let's see if he could live up to that this year. Dan Moore, we know he's got a lot of potential. He struggled the most out of everyone. We'll see what he can do. Let's not throw him out right away. And then Chooks, the most stable guy. Again, not a world beater, but I'm not ready to say that this offensive line is doomed. I'm not saying they're going to be elite or great, they just need to be good. They need to be better than they were last year. And we'll find out right away on Sunday whether or not that's happened, but I'm not ready to shut the door on them yet and you shouldn't be either. Give them a chance. Same thing goes for the cornerbacks and inside linebackers. Those are again, these are probably the three positions that I look at and just say, "All right, if I'm scouting the Steelers, I know those are three areas of weakness. Offensive line, cornerbacks, inside backers. Now, there's potential, just like at the offensive line, there's potential at that cornerback position, there's potential at that inside backer position. Cornerback, what scares me the most is we only saw Kella Witherspoon in spot duty last year. We don't know what he could do consistently over a 17-game season. Cameron Sutton is what he is. Can he grow this year? I don't know. Maybe he is peaked at his potential. He struggles with deep speed. But here's the thing, one of those guys goes down, holy smokes, you're looking at James Pierre coming in for Akello Witherspoon. Not good. He can defend short areas of the field a la the red zone, but if he's got to defend the entire field, he's going to get beat deep. So those guys got to stay healthy. Levi Wallace coming over from Buffalo I'm sure he can get the job done in the short term, but again, he's not a fast guy. He's not a long speed guy. That that secondary scares me. The safeties, I'm, I'm bullish on the safeties. Corners, not so much. And for inside backer, I feel like Miles Jack is gonna be great against the run. He's gonna be explosive, he's gonna be aggressive, he's gonna be physical. Pass coverage, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's gonna be great. But the biggest question at inside backer, and we've been talking about it since last year because it really hurt the team. It's Devin Bush. Now he's penciled in as a starter at inside backer. He's on a short leash leash. If he struggles, if he falters, they're going to go to Spillane. Spillane falters later in the season. You could see potentially Mark Robinson getting some snaps, but we really need to see Devin Bush regain his rookie season form. Can he do it? We don't know, but he did have a little bit of splash in that lines game with the tackle in the backfield. So, again, three biggest positions of weakness on this team. Offensive line, inside backer, cornerback. However, let's see how it plays out before we draw any hard conclusions on this team. Let's let them play a damn game first, right? And just seeing some of the projections out there for this Pittsburgh Steelers season, the easy prediction (laughs) is to say that they're going to have their first – is going to have his first losing season. And honestly, logically, when you look at all the evidence – You look at all the positions. That makes sense. It's logical. But does that mean that's what's going to happen? No. Stay tuned for my season prediction. I'll share that with you on the Still Study podcast. That'll be coming out along with my season prediction and my season preview. But that is the common way of thinking. You'll have to stay tuned to see what my take will be on this year's Pittsburgh Steelers. So Studying That's going to do it for episode 408 here on this Friday. Just want to thank you so much for being supporters of the Still Study. I'm living my best life. I Man, life is good. I have... I, I just dropped my daughter off preschool. I get to talk Steelers football. I get to trade the markets. I get to be with my family. And I get to be with Jens. Beautiful... Beautiful studying Man, life is good. Look, I hope you have a phenomenal Friday, phenomenal weekend. I want you to do something positive for yourself this weekend. Make sure you take some time out to rest up, relax, enjoy this beautiful thing called life. Man, it's great, isn't it? Yes, it is. And then also make sure you do something positive for someone else. And remember, on this gorgeous... September 9th 2022 life is beautiful in the black and gold peace everyone make it a great day